Welcome to Superman and Lois, The New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're, of course, here to talk about the CW's Superman and Lois, Season 2, Episode 6, Tried and True. Not any news to get into, I don't think. So uh, I guess we can just get into the episode here. You have a synopsis for us? I do, and it goes like this. Lois tells Clark that she and Chrissy plan to do a deeper dive into the Inverse Society, and Lana and Sarah try to comfort each other after the fallout of Sarah's quinceanera. Meanwhile, Jordan notices something suspicious in Jonathan's book bag. Lastly, uh, Lieutenant Governor, or not Lieutenant Governor, <laughs> General Mitch Anderson, finds himself under fire for the deterioration of the Department of Defense's relationship with Superman. Yeah. Did they get into Chrissy? Was Chrissy even mentioned in this episode? Yes, super briefly. Okay. I didn't even, I, I didn't even catch that on the second thing. So yeah, that uh, that tells us what it's about. So this was an episode largely made by first time. TV people. So it was directed by Amy Jo Johnson. It was her first episode of TV. She is best known for acting, uh, including as Kimberly Hart, the Pink Power Ranger in the original oh, yeah. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So she was she was playing a high school superhero. Started playing that about two weeks before Lois and Clark started in 1993. Wow, <laughs> that's when she was playing a superhero, and uh, has done a lot of acting since then. In recent years, has gotten into directing done some shorts and done a few, a couple independent films. And this is her first episode of TV. And it was written by Max Kronick and Patrick Barton Lehigh. I believe it's each of their first episode of TV as well. So the first episode of TV all around, it looks like, but I don't think this comes off as a a first episode for all those people. I think um, both in the shows what a a well-oiled machine Superman Lotus is, but also that uh, there's some talented people here. Yeah, and it's always cool to bring in people who this is their first chance to do something on TV to to get a big shot like this. And I would say that they they nailed it. We're we can get into our overall thoughts this episode, but I thought this was a really strong episode and very impressive. If this is your first time ever doing an episode of TV, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of good stuff uh, as usual. I thought it was another solid episode. Let's get into it. Yeah, we open with. Um, are we going to start calling him Bizarro or the doppelganger? What do you want to call him? Let's keep it consistent here. I don't know. I feel like if the show is going to be stubborn and not give him a name, maybe we should be yeah. stubborn and not give him a name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess we can, we can, we can call this thing Bizarro. Yeah. I also, I do like doppelganger cause they started saying that in this one and that's nicer than the thing, the inverse version of you, that person from the mines. So I, yeah. Bizarro doppelganger, both, both are good. That probably sounds nice. There's a pale SOB later. Yeah. Which seems, which seems, uh, that seems cruel. Uh, let's let's not do that murderer. one. But uh, yeah, we, we, I guess we can go with that. Well, he's pale because of the red sun on the planet that he lives on, and we get to see that planet. Uh, opens up the episode, a nice little kind of musical backdrop, and very very stylish. Uh, we get to see the his version of the farm. There's a cat that maybe has powers. That we just get a little <laughs> glimpse of that. There's pictures of the family on the wall. I noticed the second time through that Lois and Jonathan are seem to be crossed off on the picture. Um, I don't know if, and maybe Jordan was too, but it seems like he had the same kind of family there, but maybe they all got killed. And I think he, he mentioned something about that in the last episode anyways. Yeah, this whole opening scene was visually tough to see. I think it was cool, but especially on the broadcast version, mm-hmm. it, it was yeah. tough to see what was going on. But even on the I thought that would be fixed watching on if you watch on Vudu or in the CW app or anything like that. It's it's better. You can make out a little bit more, but there's still a lot. You can't tell what's going on. Like I thought the cat might have was doing heat vision eyes, but I think that was mm-hmm. just the way this the red sunlight hit the yeah. eyes the second time. And there's those huge stacks of paper. 
that I don't know. They lingered on, so I don't know if they're important, but we didn't get any information about them. So I don't know if this is, maybe we're going to revisit this later or if um, this is just supposed to be some mystery for now. Yeah, well, this this scene and then him explaining stuff after this and just kind of dropping lots and lots of info raised a whole lot of questions that we can we can talk about later. But it was um, we'll keep going. We have we've barely scratched the surface of the scene so far. But um, he inhales what appears to be kryptonite. So a lot of people inhaling a lot of stuff to make themselves stronger on this show so far. Also, probably tells us that the XK XK inhaling on our world probably might tie in somehow uh i don't know um a lot of questions here this guy is also on a farm and <laughs> incidentally on a farm it looks like the camp farm uh lots of stuff there yeah lots of questions i don't really know what to do with it right now like you said uh, but he gets into a fight with soldiers in a hallway um and we we see that almost exact same fight mirrored at the end of the episode and i thought that was that was a pretty cool like stylish thing to do um but he he also gets into a fight with lana on that planet who appears to have powers and he fights her we don't get to see much of it but he seems to have overpowered her because he gets past her to Allie on that planet and steals the pendant from her yeah dressed kind of like one of the superman of america lana is mm-hmm. um but he after he gets the pendant he puts on his suit that he was in at the beginning of the season and flies away to the mines and that's when we we get away from the flashback and we're in the present in the fortress and they're talking to him and they're like, oh, so that's how you got in the mines. Just kind of glossing over the fact that <laughs> it's on a different planet. So I don't think we'll ever figure out. I don't know. I don't think they're ever going to like explain in detail how he actually got to this planet. Maybe they will, but something tells me they probably won't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, this 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 uh, this scene, like, as we we're saying, just I liked it at first. How we were getting more information, but it left me with more questions than answers. They talk about the the two worlds and our world right. split. Like we're just glossing over that like it's a normal thing uh that was surprising there what does that mean why would the world split what does that have to do with anything and that would have been my follow-up question there <laughs> yeah because the he says the pendant is his oldest time and the pendant split into two versions you know when the planet split I'm like ah yes we all oh, know that right. you know when <laughs> when your planet splits with our planet yeah we've all been there <laughs> right <laughs> but that's okay these are, these are the kinds of things that you just kind of have to except when you're you're into comic books and comic book inspired uh media these are fantastical things that move the story along that you don't have to think about too much well i i assume some of that is going to be told to us later because yeah the planet splitting potentially coming back together obviously is going to play in so maybe that's just something get later uh he does explain that if you get both pendants you can merge both versions of yourselves and inherit enough power to send us all into oblivion that's what he's he's warning that Allie on this planet is going to do which is why you need to kill her okay uh do we think yeah i don't know i yeah there's yeah i, I don't even want to speculate on anything because this could go a million different ways i don't think we have anything enough to go off of yeah i think the biggest question is just how reliable is he and does he have ulterior motives for trying to do this? But somebody's going to um, merge of that. Uh, oh, yeah. Person. Probably Chrissy. Um, back at the farm, Lois and Clark try to figure out a plan. They they didn't get a ton of time together in this episode, so this was just a, a nice little moment to see them talking and uh, trying to understand somebody while they're brushing their teeth. It is kind of nice to see them doing boring stuff like brushing your teeth. I do wonder about um, what kind of toothbrush, Kryptonian teeth, teeth toothpaste Kryptonian teeth need. Uh, when they do stuff like this, but it is um, neat. Yeah, I, as always, wish there was more Lois and Clark. They just get a quick scene here that gets a little bit of, gets the audience reminded of what happened recently and what's going on. Yeah. 
Uh, and then at the DOD, we see General Anderson, which I, we've been calling him Lieutenant Anderson, but apparently he's Lieutenant General Anderson, which means you should call him General Anderson. So we'll try to do that from now on. I think the show is trying to do that now. Yeah, I think the show is calling him Lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, but General Anderson gets told off by his boss, Hardcastle, which I, I, I don't think they call her General Hardcastle, but if she's higher rank than him, then she has to be at least a general. Um, but she's not happy with how he's been handling things. And she even calls out the fact that, you know, we've never really had a um, trouble dealing with Superman or having a relationship with Superman in the past until you came along, which is kind of what I've been saying all along. Yeah, they did say she did say more than 20 years, which yeah, uh, he last year kind of established it would have been 2004 if <laughs> based on the, the Friday Night Lights playing at the Smallville Theater. Um, so I don't know if I don't know if that's a just a, a shorthand or if there's a if he had. I don't need to get into the bit right now. <laughs> she might have been exaggerating, too, just to drive a point home. Tell him how um, useless he really is. Exactly. Uh, Jordan talks to Jonathan about his quote-unquote powers, uh, and Jordan wants to tell their grandpa so that they can train, and he says we could even be like the fraternals, and they, they call themselves that a couple times in this episode. I'm not crazy about the name, but I did, it's nice. <laughs> I didn't know if that was supposed to be a reference to something that they used it a couple times, or if that was yeah. just a real creative they thought that was very creative or i don't know yeah maybe they just got back from watching the eternals on disney plus oh maybe, i guess maybe that's it yeah I don't know. this podcast is sponsored by disney plus thank you check it out use use code dc for <laughs> 20 extra percent charge um anyways jonathan's inhaler falls out of his bag uh, and jordan asks what it is and he jonathan blames it on candace he's like oh that's just candace's but uh we're gonna see that that comes back to bite him later Candace's crazy homemade in here. Yeah. Uh, Coach Gaines calls and Jonathan is starting tonight because Timmy is sick. Um, so everybody, everybody's pretty excited about that. Um, obviously, we know that this is not going to end up well for Jonathan. Poor Timmy. Yeah. Uh, and then we're at the Cushing household and obviously Kyle is not there. They're trying to have breakfast, lunch, trying to hold things together. Sophie is just being Sophie, complaining about how she doesn't like eggs, treating her mom like she's stupid. Um, Sophie asks if daddy's ever coming home again, and Lana breaks down crying, and Sarah comforts her. How dare... Why would why would you even offer Sophie eggs? Everybody knows right. Sophie doesn't like eggs. Uh, a sweet a sweet moment, tough moment, a real moment for... I thought, you know, kind of continuing the storyline from last week, I thought it was um, a well-done little scene. Yeah, and it it is really handled very well in this episode, I think, and very believably so yeah it's a it's a tricky topic um but i think a lot of the emotions that the characters are going through in the cushing lang cortez family are yeah. uh are, are pretty well done um but then back at the farm sam shows up and lois is the only one home and but he's he's done that on purpose because he's brought lucy along and he wants them to talk to each other uh he wants them to apologize to each other but they just end up arguing um as they always do but he steps in and gets them to calm down for once Love this, and this kind of sets up my favorite part of the episode, mm -hmm. uh, favorite storyline of the episode. I thought that was cool of Sam. Uh, very neat to try to get these two together, um, yeah. get his family together as best he can, as tough of a situation that is. And I thought it was cool for him to try that. Like, okay, let's set stuff aside, but maybe you can go to a football game and see your nephews yeah. and, and catch up on stuff, even if you two hate each other right now. Yeah, and I really enjoy the way they're using Sam this season. This is going into it when they announced that he was going to be stepping down um, from the DoD and just be like kind of Grandpa Sam, semi-retired. I, I really liked that because I liked his role as a family member to Lois better than his role as 
a semi-antagonistic general to Superman. So I, I'm glad they went that direction and they're using him very well, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Uh, then we go to the funeral for the Superman of America, the two team members who had died. And Superman and General Anderson are there. Um, there's parents who are very upset. Um, they're they're happy with Superman, but they, they call General Anderson a disgrace and slap him. Not a great moment for him. Uh, I, I love the way his hat gets messed up and he yeah. he fixes that. Um, cool to see Superman being there and trying to comfort family members in a, in a really tough situation. And uh, understandable that General Anderson got slapped a little bit there. Yeah. And these are the these are the kind of like small moments that make Superman a really interesting character. And, you know, he's not using his powers. He's not doing anything incredible. He's just being at the place that he needs to be at the time he needs to be and being there for people. So it's it's cool to see little moments like this. Obviously, it's not a happy moment, but it's still cool to see. Absolutely. Um, at school, Jordan's still trying to convince Jonathan to tell their parents about his powers and Jonathan's getting pretty upset with him. Um, but Jordan leaves and chats with Sarah, tries to con- uh, console her, and she's obviously worried about her mom, which... The, yeah. Um, th- did you notice how Wellnitz, that was Wellnitz, right, was creeping on them, that whole scene? Yes. Yeah. And they made it They made it a point that in the background he was paying attention. So I don't know if that's, if he's going to share information about that later, if that was something, or if it was just showing how Sarah's struggling with dealing with his personal thing in small town, knows all about it. Yeah. Yeah, because it was, like you said, it was very intentional that they made sure you noticed that, but nothing came of it, at least in this episode. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering what that's, if that is setting something up. Uh, but speaking of Sarah's mom, Kyle shows up at the Cushing house and he's disheveled. He's wearing the same clothes uh, that he was at the party, which is it, is it the next day or has it been a couple days? I think I, it was the next day based okay. on some, I think there was another reference in the dialogue. Later. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, but he shows up and she asks him questions and he seems to answer them all very honestly. Um, says that he was cheating on her for six months that she did come over the house. You know, they get into the details. and um, But he says that, you know, he made a big mistake, but he's stronger now. Knows that Lana's the only one, um, you know, really is trying to to get back with Lana. And she she asks him to leave again. Another really well acted scene, which, you know very very tough to do well but they did well yeah and then we get into that part which i think you already said was kind of your favorite part and i think this was also my favorite part of the episode is back at the farm lucy is inside she's looking at the pictures of the boys and talking to about them with lois and uh stam steps away so that she and lois can kind of catch up it was it's really nice to see this sibling relationship kind of rebuilding a bit um spoiler it's not going to last very long but it it was nice uh, to see moments like this yeah, not even rebuilding, but uh, a reminder. It's good to see them happy with each other, yeah. too, and see what it's like when they're not at each other's throats uh, mm-hmm. and, and get to enjoy this. And, yeah, I was I was smiling this whole scene. It was fun just seeing the, the Lane sisters play off each other, uh, make fun of their dad, do kind of normal, uh, non-cult-related, and get to get to enjoy that, even if it was for just one, one or two scenes. Um, back at the funeral, Superman tells General Anderson that he's captured the doppelganger, um, but that he needs... Anderson's help to destroy the pendant. Uh, well, he needs the pendant from Anderson, so the doppelganger can help him destroy it. Um, and John Anderson is pretty upset that he has he has captured him, but did not tell them, and he wants to know where he is. Um, but right at that moment, Superman hears an avalanche in Russia and has to fly off to to save everybody. And it's a it's a cool action sequence. Uses cold breath to stop it, and then uses his heat vision to melt the ice that he just created, which is that's creative use of his powers to get rid of a, an avalanche. I, um, I thought that would have like maybe then caused a flood or something, but I guess it all turned into steam. 
Right. Yes. That is that is a good breakdown of what I guess happened there. Um, you think Superman could take a, a half second and say where he's going, and that would solve a lot of his problems? He's yeah. like, hey, there's an avalanche I need to take care of. And that right. would prevent Anderson from getting too upset. Um, the cool, cool rescue scene, obviously. <laughs> um, interesting timing that it yeah. is uh, Russia. Uh, for anyone listening to this long in the future, about a week after Russia invaded Ukraine. And so um, really weird timing to see this. And this is something, uh, yeah, it's just surprising timing, if nothing else. Yeah. And I think General Anderson is a little upset that he has flown off to there. I don't know if he's just upset that he didn't tell him or and doubly upset that he went to Russia. Um, I don't think it's going to play a huge role. But yeah, like you said, very um, unfortunate and interesting timing. Um, back at the farm, the, the boys are there and Lucy is talking to them and she knows a lot about football. She is drilling them on how they're running their offense, what kind of plays they do, what sort of passing patterns the wide receivers are running. Uh, it's cool to to see this, um, to show her knowledge and to connect with her nephews, which she I don't think she has got to see very recently at all. No, I mean, it's been five years since she disappeared, right? So uh, the flashback from a couple episodes ago. And mostly believable football talk here. I'll, I'll give it a pass. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> uh, Clark comes home and uh, he gets a call from Lana. She wants to to talk to him. Yeah, Clark has uh, to but, reintroduce himself to his sister-in-law. Yes. And she's like, I know who you are. God. Uh, General Anderson, we see, is pretty upset. And he, he says Superman is never going to trust him. So he calls his boss, Hardcastle, and says he knows how he can bring the doppelganger in. Um, and that will end up not being so great later. <laughs> Uh, but Clark uh, responds to Lana, shows up at the diner to meet with her. And Lana basically asks, like, hey, would you stay with Lois if, you know, the same thing happened if she cheated on, on you? And he said it depends on the details. Um, and he, he gives a pretty pretty nice little speech about, you know, you have to, like, if you are going to stay with someone, you have to trust them and know that they're not going to do it again. Like, you can't stay with someone and not trust them at the same time. So it's got to be either one. And I think he's given Lana some pretty good advice that she takes to heart. Um, but she, he, he leaves cause he has to go to the, the football game. So they don't hang out for too long. Um, but Lana takes that opportunity to go to the bar and talk to Tanya, who is the woman that Kyle cheated on her with at the bar, which was an interesting choice for Lana to do, but, uh, makes sense. I like the, the episode or the commercial break. Yes. <laughs> Lana said she's not here for a drink. I wanted to <laughs> come back from the break and say, I'm here to murder you. <laughs> That's just so dramatic the way they did it. Obviously it's a really intense scene, but part of me thought like, I'm not here for a drink. Stab you or something. Right. That's that's partly how it came off. Um. But yeah. A uh, big piece that came out here is that it ended two years ago when Sarah had her accident. I kind of thought it would have taken place during season one when right. he was having all those those drinking troubles. You know the the Cushing's were in a bad spot most of season one and then kind of came together at the end. So I'm surprised by that. I thought um you could make an easier argument that. Kyle did something wrong and tried to come back together and be strong for his family if he mm-hmm. wasn't off the wagon just a few months ago. Yeah, the the timeline is a bit confusing, like you said, because he broke things off with Tanya, but then kept going to the bar that she worked at yeah. after that all the time, and nothing came of that. So uh, maybe she, maybe he didn't go to that bar maybe. since two years ago. I don't yeah. know if we we saw him in that actual bar last year. I don't know. But yeah, very very interesting that Lana went there and confronted her but the, uh, that could have gone much worse i think um at the football game coach Gaines is giving them a pep talk and <laughs> this is Cliche. maybe some of the best coach coach Gaines ever <laughs> he's said i'm tired of being gay to bait that's why i'm starting a strong arm qb who's ready to wrestle with some gators 
<laughs> which was what? was pretty great. One more can I I don't know. Uh, Clark gives Jonathan a pep talk uh, as well, and Jonathan says he has to go to the bathroom, but he's really just staying behind to take a puff off the inhaler, puff some drugs. I was kind of hoping that pep talk, you know, Clark Clark shows up a couple times this episode to give his pep talk and then go away. Uh, I was kind of hoping he that talk would we would see Jonathan maybe reconsider using it, right. or at least you know think about it before he went in the hailer. But he's really like, Dad, just get out of here. I want to do my drugs. Yeah. See you real good. <laughs> I think he had he had made up his mind a long time ago about what was going to happen. Um, but like you said, he he uses his powers, his vision, to score a lot of touchdowns during the game. So everybody's watching the game. Jonathan's doing great. Lucy, Lois, and Sam are, are there and. Lois and Lucy bond over memories from their childhood. Again, nice moment to see. Enjoy it while you can. It's not going to last for much longer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At the game, Clark overhears something, and he has to fly off before the game is over. And Jonathan gives the ups. He gives Coach Gaines. Yeah, he gives Coach Gaines the excuse of he has an upset stomach, and Coach Gaines is like, "We got to change his diet." So apparently, this is a (laughs) this is a like running excuse that they use all the time for him. It's a Noticed how Jonathan did that without hesitation. Oh, upset yep. stomach. And also, it's hilarious how Coach Gaines wants to change Clark's diet. <laughs> the episode we see him shirtless, but you know <laughs> he's obviously got some digestive issues. So Coach Gaines may to, may have a point. Yes, uh, but back to Lois and Lucy. Lois apologizes, and this is where things go off the rails because Lucy says, "Well, that's okay because now you know the truth." And she basically just goes on spewing all of the. Um, nonsense from the cult so that obviously sets lois off and they start arguing and lucy storms off and niceties are over yeah um i was kind of hoping they could make it through one episode yeah and just kind of do that i do like how the show they're not just making it easy um it's not just lucy and lois are mad at each other next episode they fix it everything's back to normal they're best friends and all that i think this is going to take some time if they ever get to the point where they're really on the same page and I'm glad with that. I do hope they get um, find their way back together and, and Lucy can mm-hmm. stay part of the family sooner than later. But I like that it's not just a, a quick fix and they're taking their time with it. Um, this whole thing, you know, I kind of wanted Lois to uh, to bite her tongue, but that's obviously not a Lois Lane thing to do. Right. Um, but it's very much like a, a situation dealing with a family member who you're close with, but you know, I, I think a lot of people can relate to this, whether it be pandemic or or politics or anything like that, where there's a topic where you just don't see eye to eye on, and yeah, you just want to get through a conversation without that ever coming up. And so I thought that was uh, very real. Yeah, I I am hopeful that you know they spent all day together and then seemed to enjoy it and seemed to reconnect a bit. So I I'm hoping that they can build upon that and kind of bring Lucy back into the fold and obviously I think the end goal is probably Lucy sees through Allie and sees what is actually going on and maybe that gets revealed later uh, but Jonathan scores again and he wins the game I I tried to write down the stats I think it was 45 to 19 he had 346 yards um, that's a that's a pretty decent game for uh, first time out as starting QB of course coach Gaines is throwing deep passes right <laughs> up late in the fourth quarter <laughs> yeah and he's making it seem like it's super uh, necessary and they're yeah. gonna lose the game if they don't and that they yeah they're sick of the gators man <laughs> uh, but the game's over and jordan and sarah are leaving and but they they find out that timmy got caught taking in drugs from some sort of inhaler and he's not actually sick so jordan puts all the pieces together and obviously is pretty upset with jonathan that was pretty easy to get yeah um but in the meantime 
Superman has had to rush off to the DOD. That's where he heard uh, General Anderson calling for him. Uh, but he gets ambushed with some red solar light. And uh, General Anderson doesn't trust Superman and wants to get info from him. He needs to know where his doppelganger is. And this is, in his mind, the only way they can do it. Yeah. Do we think uh, Superman should have brought the doppelganger who murdered a couple people and lots of others to the DOD? I mean, I he's, if he surrendered right. Tal Ro, Tal, he's fine with Tal Ro being at the or wherever he is. In- right. I. It makes sense that he took it to took him to the fortress first, just to you know figure out more about him. But I definitely think it is. I can almost see where General Anderson is coming from. Obviously, he's jumping to extremes. Um, but it would help a whole lot if Superman was a little less withholding with information, um, explained the situation more, was up more upfront, and you know. Because I don't think he hasn't even like really told him what he's learned from his doppelganger. He just is now finally admitting that he knows where the doppelganger is. And I don't know that Superman has a reason not to trust Anderson with that information. Right. I mean, Anderson's got a lot of problems. There's there's obviously a lot of conflict, and Superman doesn't see eye to eye with him. But um, maybe he would be better off. Just I, I don't know. I, I don't think either side has, either side has played it super well so far. Um, but back at the football game, Candace congratulates Jonathan. Um, but that's when Jordan shows up and confronts him about taking XK. And Jonathan doesn't try to deny it anymore. He just says he's finally getting what he deserves. Uh, and then this is where we get like cutting back and forth between the boys and Superman at the DoD. And I thought this was a pretty cool, stylish way to to show the conflict going on at the same time. Yeah, boys, boys get their little fighting in and uh, action scene that mirrors the opening with yeah. the other Kal-El. And like I said, that was a, I thought that was a pretty cool stylistic choice to do. Uh, but it doesn't last super long. General Anderson hits Clark with a kryptonite dart and then hits him again uh, with his eyes closed, it seems. Right. <laughs> uh, but Jonathan is threatening Jordan with red eyes when Sam shows up and stops them. Um, did, did Sam notice what was happening or did he just think they were just arguing? I don't know. I, I, I don't think he noticed. Yeah, I think he just... There. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Lana shows up at the fire station and talks about memories with Kyle. And he talks about, uh, she admits that she went and talked to Tanya and things seem to be going well and maybe they're reconnecting. Uh, but Lana admits that she doesn't, she's not sure if she loves Kyle anymore and asks him to move out until she can figure it out. And uh, I was a little worried they were going to wrap it up all in one episode and that was going to be a little too neat, but um, oh, yeah. kind of. It makes a lot more sense. It's a lot more realistic that they're going this direction instead. Yeah. Lois drives the boys back to the farm. Um, and Jonathan apologizes to Jordan and admits that what he did was stupid. Uh, he said he didn't even enjoy his game. So what was the point? And says that it won't happen again. And this is a, that's a pretty fast turnaround. I know like teenage mood swings, but I, I hope this is true. And I hope he really does think this, but you know, like maybe 45 seconds ago he was about to kill jordan with heat vision and said that this is what he deserved so um yeah i'm wondering if that's part of the drug wearing off is that like is it giving him some rage deep down or or is that just but i did like how john you know realized it it felt hollow to him so he he wanted to but i think that's going to be more troubles coming considering it sounded like the police are involved with um timmy so how long until it gets traced to john yeah, and I wonder how much longer they're going to be able to keep this away from their parents. Obviously, Lois has a lot more to worry about at this point, now that Clark has been arrested for treason. Um, but I, I think it's obviously going to see the light of day pretty soon. Uh, and then 
Clark is loaded into some sort of red solar truck and he's it's like almost in a coffin sort of shape um but they say it was interesting visuals um but they're they say they're going to lock him in prison with his brother until he reveals where his doppelganger is located so tal rose coming back to the show eh? that would seem so (laughs) yeah that's the the end of the episode yeah um so i think another solid episode here we didn't get really any advancement on the a ton of advancement on the alley storyline other than what the doppelganger gave us early in the episode. But I think that's fine for an episode to trade off perfectly fine trade off more than willing just to see the, the lane trio together. Um, Hopefully we see more. I don't know how many episodes Jenna Dewan's on, but I hopefully we see some more Lucy mixed in throughout the season. Um, I'm liking that dynamic so far. Yeah. And it, I mean, it really is necessary to see them as, because we haven't really got to see them. Well, we haven't at all got to see them be, a family unit whatsoever so it gives a lot more weight to that relationship uh getting to see them spend the day together and actually like you said be happy together for a little bit yeah absolutely uh one thing i noted the we've had two episodes in a row without the irons um as john recovers and i think not because of the irons particular are missing or have been missing but because there have been fewer characters to spread around it seems like the episodes have been I don't know if pace, pacing has been a little better or how to describe it, but it seems like there hasn't been more Lois and Clark, unfortunately, but there's been, the story has been able to move forward and it doesn't feel like it's jumping around as much. I didn't think the first four episodes were bouncing around too much, but having a couple characters removed for a couple episodes almost felt like it maybe things breathed a little better while still pushing the story forward. I don't know if I'm making sense. I just noticed that it was different. Um, and I maybe that's just my bias of thinking there's a whole lot of characters <laughs> and mm-hmm. series regulars in this show so too many to focus on at times so i don't know but I, I just noticed it seemed different i don't know if it's enough to make a judgment on that yet no i i certainly don't think you're off base i i feel very similar it's i hate to say it but i i have not missed the irons these past two episodes i i don't think they would have added in any positive way being in the last two episodes um but i'm definitely not saying i don't want to see them but um it hasn't hurt, like you said, being able to focus a little bit more on some of the other storylines and characters and giving more time to them. Yeah, if- I, I think we both like what the Irons have brought this season. Um, but yeah, I think just putting, just setting a, a couple characters aside for a couple episodes uh, mm-hmm. helps everything come together maybe a little bit better. And if I had to guess, these two, these last two episodes have been very heavy on Cushing Cortez family storyline. And so when the Irons do come back, I, I think they would probably maybe be a substitute for that or you know split time with that storyline once it's doesn't require as much time anymore yeah you could definitely see a situation where kyle doesn't even show up for a couple episodes maybe lana has a really small role for for a while while things focus more on the irons and i'm fine with that yeah yeah the like we mentioned earlier in the synopsis there when we were going through it i the thing that still lingers with me after this episode the biggest questions i have are everything about the doppelgangers world how did he get off there how to get to this one when did it split why did it split what's going to happen if it comes back together so i hope we do get more details about that but even if we don't it's still okay i'm still enjoying what's what's going on in the story yeah all right well let's get into the future episode preview and some spoiler comic book references that kind of stuff uh not a ton in this episode that i caught um lana does have powers she's had powers well, kind of a couple times in the comics. She was the insect queen back in the uh, 80s, was that? In the insect queen, early 80s, pre-crisis. Um, she was Superwoman in the Rebirth era. Um, 
So I kind of, if they're going to give Lana powers, I'm glad it's a different version, different universe. I like Lana being a normal person. So if she's going to have powers somewhere else, I don't know if she's going to be up, show up much more or what, but I thought that was fine. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see. And that could be, end up being a, a way if they're, if they're not dealing with the Cushing storyline too much to still have, um, you know, Emmanuel Chikri in the show for more. Um, maybe we could see her doppelganger version with powers, but probably won't. And there was a general hard castle. If that, that was the name there. Uh, there's a hard castle that was on, he was in Superman, the animated series for a couple episodes and an episode or two of justice league unlimited in the DCAU. I don't know if that, I don't remember that name from anywhere else. If, if hard castle showed up anywhere, I think that's just a, a nod to that character. Uh, next week's episode, anti-hero looks like yeah, Talro is back. Looks like Lois is going to find out about some drugs and not be happy. Yeah, things are, once again, these trailers normally show the moments of conflict, um, <laughs> but there, there's probably going to be quite a bit of conflict in the next episode. I, I'm still not super, I don't know, I'm not super excited about Talro, um, but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what <laughs> he and uh, Clark do in the same prison. It's kind of weird that they're putting him in the same prison, but I guess if you have it built, you might as well use it. Right. How many Red Sun prisons are you going to make? That's true. Uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about Tal. So I didn't love Tal giving Superman a brother in season one, and Tal being very Zod like. Um, but I can't. That's that's kind of like a criticism for me of season one, if that makes sense. So now in season two, I'm like, okay, it happened. Yeah. He's here. Let's deal with it. Let's see what they do with Tal in season two. So I'm still, I still, I mean, there's probably other characters I would want to see, but if Tal's here, it kind of makes sense to bring him back. I don't know. Are we going to see a team up or are they going to have to break out together? Or what's going to happen the, here? That was the first thing I assumed is that they were going to work together to break out and Clark was going to decide that it was worth the risk of letting Tal loose. And I think it's, again, it is just going to drive him and General Anderson even farther apart. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, get the old hero having work with his villain to, for common cause all that kind of stuff. It looks like that could be the case in some case. But I'm actually, I'm, I'm not too disappointed in seeing Tao return. Um, so uh, I thought that was surprising. All right. Is that it? I think so. That's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back soon.